Hello and welcome. You are listening to Radio Free Gaming Presents Cyril Reads Ninja Gaiden. My name is Cyril and I will be reading Ninja Gaiden. Before we do that, I want to talk a little bit about the context of this show. A few months ago, I stumbled upon a bunch of my old books, including a few 20-year-old game novelizations. These days, there are a lot of companies that inject expansive plots and deep characters into their stories, but that just wasn't the case when I was a kid. Back in the 1980s, the best we got was some story about needing to rescue a princess or something. But there was one game that bucked that trend. That game was Ninja Gaiden. Perhaps that's why I was so excited to sink my teeth into the Ninja Gaiden book, brought to me by the good folks at FX9, whoever that is. After reading the first few pages, I realized I couldn't keep this masterpiece to myself. I decided that if gamers weren't going to be able to buy this at their local bookstore, then I was going to have to step in and make sure that they experienced it via the Defunct Games podcast. Starting today, I'm proud to announce Cyril Reed's Ninja Gaiden, the show where I read two chapters at a time and tell you exactly what I think of them. Join us every Wednesday as we attempt to uncover all of the mysteries of the Ninja Gaiden book. I'm not going to promise that this is going to be the best book on tape you've ever listened to, but, you know, I think the writing speaks for itself. So join us as we jump right into the first two chapters of this 120-page book. And then join us afterwards for uh, a show that includes me reading an open letter uh, to the author of the book. But for now, let's enjoy the exciting adventure of Ryu Hayabusa in Ninja Gaiden. You killed my father. Welcome, ninja, said a voice. I'm glad you're here. I've been starved for victims. Ryu turned around. The creature that he saw was half human, half machine. His chest muscles seemed sculpted out of metal. It held a sword in its right hand, and its left, it wielded a heavy shield that displayed the letter J. I know who you are, said Ryu. All of his ninja training had led him to this moment. You killed my father. Worlds of Power presents Ninja Gaiden, a novel based on the best-selling game by Tecmo, book created by FX9, written by A.L. Singer, a Seth Godin production. This book is dedicated to the ninja in everyone's dad. Chapter 1 The blindfold was tight. Very tight. In the back, it pulled on Ryu Hayabusa's hair. He waited for his attacker. His steel-gray eyes were wide open, meeting nothing but solid blackness. But Ryu Hayabusa saw everything. Not with his eyes. They were only one sense. One of six. If you only trusted one sense, you were dead. Ryu heard a flutter above him. Instantly, he knew what it was. It was a red-winged blackbird, leaving a Japanese red maple tree, flying south, southwest. His ears told him that. The smell of the bark. The slight shifting of the breeze against his skin. 
No ordinary person could put all that information together without seeing. But to a ninja, it was a way of life. He took three steps and stopped. His opponent was coming. Ryu's body loosened, relaxed. That was the ninja way. Let the other attack first. Use his energy against him. Footsteps from the left. Height about six foot one. Five inches taller than Ryu. The punch from the right. About chest high. Whoosh! Ryu stepped aside. His Yoko Aruki step was perfect. The punch sailed past. Then another followed. Instantly, Ryu's hand shot out. He made contact, hitting the outside of his attacker's arms. Yarg! Came the cry of pain. Ryu raised his leg and planted the sole of his tabi boot squarely in his rival's hip. One down. He whirled around. There was another one coming. A sword? Ryu sensed it. But could it possibly be true? Fear bolted through him for just a split second. The swordsman planted his feet. He thrust quickly, but Ryu leapt to the side. Ryu landed and punched his opponent's sword hand. In one fluid motion, he leaned in, grabbed both of the other man's hands, and twisted the arms upward. Stepping behind the swordsman's legs, Ryu threw him to the ground. Oof! The man cried out, landing with a heavy thud. Ryu stood upright again. He balanced his weight, left his arms go slack. He was prepared for his next challenge. Instead, he heard voices, mumbling voices. He knew who the voices belonged to and knew they were not going to attack him. Ryu was safe. But he was also scared. For the first time in all of his 13 years, he felt fear racing through him. Ryu, who could laugh in the face of a knife-wielding marauder. Ryu, who wouldn't flinch if a samurai were to suddenly rise from the dead and charge at him. These voices were making Ryu shake in his shoes. And when one of them boomed loudly, he couldn't keep himself from jumping. You may remove your blindfold, Ryu Hayabusa, the voice said. Ryu did what he was told. A few yards away, three black belt ninja instructors stood there by their ginkgo tree. The one in the middle, Akira, had been his mentor since birth. Now Akira was staring right at him. Ryu tried to swallow, but his throat was too dry. He felt as if a flock of Japanese butterflies had just broken out of a cocoon in his stomach. With a weak smile, he asked, Did did I do it? Akira walked over to him, slowly. His face was grim and concentrated. And he averted Ryu's eyes. Panic gripped Ryu. What what had gone wrong? Akira stopped two feet before the prized pupil. He grabbed Ryu's shoulder firmly. And before he spoke, his eyes betrayed a glimmer. But of what? Fury? Mockery? Mischief? Happiness? Ryu couldn't tell. Ryu, Akira said softly, Congratulations. You have achieved your Dan grade. From this day on, you are the highest class of ninja warrior, and the best I have ever seen in my life. Ryu tried to keep calm. He wanted to thank Akira humbly. 
He wanted to say that it was Akira, not, not he, who deserved the praise. But when he opened his mouth, the only word that could come out was, Yahoo! Game hint. To beat the barbarian, throw small shurikens, then hit him with your sword. Chapter 2 Ryu, darling, I'm, I'm so happy for you. Mrs. Hayabusa's dark eyes glowed with warmth. She returned her son's enthusiastic hug and realized once again that she had to stand on her tiptoes. Her boy had grown so much. Ryu tore himself away. I don't believe it. No, no, I do believe it. I don't even know what to believe. Oh, this is incredible. He let out a whoop and joy and leapt into the air. Mrs. Hayabusa laughed. I've never seen you this way, my son never felt like this. For the first time since coming home, he set down a small box he was carrying. Opening it delicately, he pulled out the only item of clothing he had ever cared about, his black belt. He tried it on and felt power surging through him. Hey, how does it look, Mom? Mrs. Hayabusa looked deeply into her son's eyes. Beautiful, Ryu, she said, her voice just barely above a whisper. It's just beautiful. Ryu nodded. His joy had overwhelmed him. He had hardly been able to see straight, but his mother's eyes brought him back to earth. There was sadness behind them, and Ryu knew why. It's time, I guess, huh? He said. Ryu could tell his mother was trying not to look too upset. She held her head high and smiled. My dearest son, she said, I know your fate was determined for you many, many years ago. You began your training when you were still in diapers. I have watched you, seen your progress, shared your joy. And I know that all of this has been preparation for this day, but, but somehow... Her voice broke. Ryu rushed to her side and put his arms around her. She let him stay there for a moment, taking comfort silently. Then she gently took his arm away and walked across the living room. The delicate straw Tommy mat rustled under her footsteps. She stopped at the oaken chest and choked back a sob. Pulling open the top drawer, she took out a sealed envelope. Holding it in her trembling fingers, she turned to face her son. When your father left Tokyo for America, he was a young man, she began. He was so proud of his newborn baby boy, Ryu. He couldn't wait to come home from his expedition, and neither could I. I remember his parting words exactly. I give you this, my dear Asami, with a reluctant heart. I know I'll be seeing you within two weeks, but in the unlikely event I should not return, save this letter, this, this Gaiden, until little Ryu has become a man. On that day, you must give it to him and wish him success with all your heart. Ryu nodded. He had heard the story as a little boy and had never forgotten it. 
I was startled, Mrs. Hayabusa continued. Your father comforted me. He, he assured me that he'd come home, and, and I believed him. She lowered her eyes. Never did I think I would have to give this to you, Ryu. A tear rolled down her cheek as she handed her son the envelope. Ryu took it. He felt an icy cold. Numb. He was torn between the urge to comfort his mother and the call of destiny. The envelope had yellowed with age. He shuddered when he saw the words written on it. For Ryu, upon his passage to manhood, it said. His father's faded handwriting was an eerie reminder of a man he had never met. The man whose disappearance he still did not understand. To be continued. And now, an open letter to A.L. Singer, author of Ninja Gaiden. Dear A.L. Singer, What's up, man? I haven't seen you around recently, and I want to make sure you're doing okay. Well, enough of the pleasantries. Perhaps we should talk about this book you wrote called Ninja Gaiden. Now look, you have to understand that I'm a huge fan of the original game, and I, I come at this thing extremely skeptical. But I'm willing to give you a fair chance to prove me wrong. I would love nothing more than to spend the next 12 weeks eating crow while reading the great American novel. But already I can tell this isn't going to be the case. So I'm, I'm writing you a letter to keep in touch and to, to show you a few of my thoughts of the first two chapters. First up, what are you doing? The Ryu that I know is a calm, mature, mysterious ninja master. But in this book, he's hooping and hollering. He's making a damn fool out of himself. Worst of all, you have forever changed my perception of Ryu Hayabusa. On the cover, he looks like he's big and tough, like a, like a 25 or 30-year-old warrior fighting for honor and, and vengeance. But now I learn that he's a 13-year-old kid? 13? How is this even possible that I'm more than twice his age? Those muscles, that physique, there's just no way that he's 13 years old. So far, I have to say I'm underwhelmed. Oh, sure, I find it funny how Ryu knows exactly which direction the bird flew in, and, and, I, and I love the weird sexual tension between our hero and his mom. Oh, and, and, and you can't forget about poor Mrs. Hayabusa, how she remembers the late husband's final words to her, and, and how it's not some short comment that's easy to remember, like, You were right! Or, I will always love you! No, it's this, like, five-paragraph-long speech that, that's weirdly specific. Who even talks like that? As silly and stupid as it is, I really, really do love it. Actually, forget what I was trying to say. I, I, I'm not overwhelmed by the first two chapters at all. I'm, I'm more than entertained by the terrible shit you put in your book. But I'm a bit disappointed with the story. From what I gathered so far, it has nothing more than a revenge piece, which is, you know, definitely played out in my opinion. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe you'll surprise me with some twists and turns I don't see coming. I do have some suggestions for that. I know you wrote the book like 20 years ago, so I'm a little late to the party, but that's not going to stop me from recommending a few ways to make the next few chapters even better. How about this? Why not have Ryu go off on an adventure to fight for the right to have free and, and fair and impartial elections? 
that's too political. Why not have Ryu let the world down by not acting on his life's calling? The rest of the book could be this detailed account of all the world's cities being destroyed all one at a time. And and, and it would be fun to read, and, and the, the whole thing would require a lot of sound effects. Man, I, I love sound effects. If that's too complicated, then perhaps we can go a simpler route and just have Ryu buy a TurboGrafx-16 and play Ninja Spirit. It's a better game after all. I can't. So there you have it. So far, I think you've done an excellent job, and I, I look forward to reading the next few chapters. I hope you won't let me down by ruining it an otherwise stellar story with some cheesy love story. I'd rather not think about a 13-year-old boy having it on with all of the local townsfolk. I'll leave you with these parting thoughts, Mr. Singer. You cannot loosen a man's tongue with root beer. I don't know what that means, but uh, if it's good enough for Worf on Star Trek, then uh, it's good enough for Ninja Gaiden. Yours truly, Cyril Lachelle.